0: Welcome to this Nat Alliance Now podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Dunford. I have a special guest with us today. He's one of our difference makers, Paul Gagliotti, CIC. Paul, welcome to this podcast. Thanks for having me here. Really appreciate the opportunity. Paul is the president of Diversified Risk Solution and CEO of Harbor AI. You guys are out of New York City, is that correct?
1: Yep, right out uh, by the
0: New York Stock Exchange. So, Paul, before we get started in this list of questions, the 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 title or topic that we're going to focus on today is your your insurance education and your history inside education in the insurance industry. But before we start on the questions, tell us a little bit about your two companies, uh, Diversified Risk Solutions and Harbor AI.
1: Perfect. So... You know, thank you again for the opportunity. So basically, you know, what we do is uh, diversify our solutions. It's a, it's a retail brokerage. Uh, we focus largely on commercial lines, running all types of business, uh, you know, within that. I started that brokerage. Uh, uh, it'll be, uh, obviously, it was nine years ago, uh, earlier this month. So I've been doing it uh, for quite some time. You know, so basically, it's a front-facing organization, helps, uh, you know, largely commercial insurance, you know, procure all different types of insurance. Primarily a lot of ENS stuff, specialty lines, which mm-hmm. led us to uh, found uh, Harbor AI. Uh, so Harbor AI is a technology platform, uh, an insurance exchange model. Uh, so basically what we do is we help brokers secure commercial lines products. Uh, we work with the world's finest insurers. Uh, we also have the technology to allow those insurers and those brokers to procure those products in the most efficient way possible. Um, so we're going live with that in the next uh you know, a few months for some select brokers. Uh, some special stuff for any CICs, and we'll be, you know, put that out there as well. And we've also been um, named by uh, Plug and Play uh, in their tech batch, eight, who's one of the uh, uh, most premier insurance accelerators in the world. That uh, went on the past couple months. It was supposed to be in person in their uh, Sunnyvale location. However, everything going on in the world, uh, it was remote. It was an unbelievable experience, regardless, and we were actually named uh, their top startup in the entire batch. Wow. So, congratulations! thousands of these; to 150, uh, 60 were selected, and we were uh, named the top insure tech uh, in the summer class.
0: Terrific! Good luck. That's awesome. So, let's turn to your education. Tell us about your high school education and and how that went and then college before we get into the insurance side of things because you mentioned to me the other day when we were speaking that perhaps your high school education was not your finest moment is that true
1: (laughs) that is extremely accurate uh yeah absolutely so i mean uh always like to learn always very curious very hands-on problem solving type of guy High school was just not uh, the best environment to uh, nurture my uh, education. <laughs> Although I always like to work, instilled from very young age the importance of a good work ethic and, and respect. So, went through high school, kind of went through the motions. Frankly, did very well on standardized tests, not very well in overall doing homework never was my thing still is not a thing i'm very good at so uh, my carrier partners that might be listening to that know that there's some homework related stuff that they know me well enough to not know that no know, know that that's uh not gonna be good someone else will have to do that but um yeah i uh, went to school uh worked a lot all through high school uh went to school at university of arizona great experience spent far more time at the pool than in the classroom um, the desert will do that to you. Sure. Um, but I uh, learned a lot uh, all through college. Uh, I worked at uh, Merrill Lynch uh, in New York City. I had the opportunity um, to, to get a role um, there in uh, various different stuff, and really learned, uh, you know, about myself and you know what I could do. Was supposed to graduate right around 2008, uh, which is the financial crisis. Uh, when that ended up happening, I realized that it wasn't going to be the, the best time to go into finance. Uh, worked a little bit in the laundry dry cleaning business in Arizona. That business failed within four or five months. Uh, going back home to New Jersey, got an opportunity to work on uh, real estate business, uh, family business, and then basically found out about insurance. And the rest is history.
0: Thanks, Paul, for being vulnerable and sharing that. The reason why I ask is because I think it's important for people to realize that just because Perhaps they've had not a great educational experience at one point in their life. That doesn't mean that it has to be like that forever. So let me ask you this first question. How did you initially learn about the National Alliance? So,
1: you know, I I kind of heard rumblings about it, but, you know, as we kind of talked about, right, like. Uh, when I had started Diversified Risk, you know, I'm a 25-year-old kid working out of the office of my parents' house. I had about eight months insurance experience and I knew nothing. And I would talk to my dad who was basically a very successful salesman and he was like, listen, you need to know more than your competitor. Uh, you need to be so well-versed. What can you do? And I was like, well, there's this thing and it's uh, CIC and I didn't even know what it stood for at the time. I go, but... I know this, the people that have them are really, really smart and it's really hard to get. It's will little what you need to do. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, I don't really know how to do it, but let me go and find it. And, you know, and that's before obviously any of the remote uh, style stuff that's currently offered, which is amazing, by the way. But, you know, so it's an in-person thing. And, you know, it's very overwhelming in the beginning. And I think it's one of those things you to get over and just do it and pull the band-aid off and just go and do it because you're in this room guys like steve lyon uh who like these brilliant brilliant people who just love insurance it's like infectious right they teach you about it and you know so you know me the late guy i end up having to sit in the front row because i showed up you know <laughs> two three minutes late you know which is a big deal because like you know you have to be there on time whatever so i had the front row center right which again judging my my a previous education experience i was always the guy in the back of the room right so you know just learning about it was just unbelievable so basically went through and just systematically went you know um you know class by class by class and, and really just learned uh, so so much and everybody that puts the classes on and the different stuff um, you know, like steve anderson now I had the privilege of working with him uh i saw the board for trusted choice big eye in new york and um, we're part of uh, the technology task force. So ironically, he taught one of my classes. Sure. And yeah. I found a picture that I took of him from like 2012, sitting in the front row <laughs> because I was late <laughs> uh, you know, for that. So, uh, so yeah, it's great. The educators are the best part. Of it.
0: So how has having a CIC designation impacted your career in insurance?
1: I mean, I, I think it should be mandatory, frankly. I mean, if you want to sell, every CIC I've ever met, is very very well versed in insurance, right like these are people that have such a high level of domain experience it's unbelievable so for me you know when i go and if i'm talking to a commercialized prospect or really now because I'm, I'm really more removed from the retail sales and really just doing with brokers right i'm really working with other brokers you know that commonality of knowing like, okay, like this person knows their stuff right. and they're going to be a better broker. to so I want to work for and that's why we're doing things um, with our um, brokerage where we're giving benefits to people with designations, specifically CIC, CRM level designations because we know that they're going to do more with it because they're less to problems to deal with on the back end. Sure. So it's it, most probably of all my education, frankly, uh, I really, you know, the whole that designation, you know, very, you know, near and dear to my heart for
0: sure. As you think back through uh, the courses that you took to achieve your designation, were there any programs, any institutes that um, you would say were your favorite and why?
1: So, I mean, you know, I think the, the cooler, the cooler, the cooler ones and I, and I do some life and health deals with the life and health. And, really it's because I didn't do it. Right. So like, you know, the, the liability and property related stuff is great. Agency uh, management's great. But like the life and health, I think for any PNC broker in general, even if they're not going to get the designation, that is a really good one to know because it gives you context about a whole other layer of our industry that, that the vast majority of people will never see that do any sort of PNC, you know, commercial line specifically stuff. So I would say that, and um, the, the gentleman's name's escaping me, who was um, who was the instructor, right? I can tell you, was from Buzzard Bay, Mass, and I forget his name, but I can remember his face, and the way he described these products was so intimate, right, like he just knew so much, and he couldn't tell you enough about it in the period of time, it really will always be, you know, something that I, you know, I really can't ever forget, to be
0: honest. Oh, that's so cool. Have have you taken dynamics of selling?
1: I haven't. I've I've done the, um, I also have the CDs or uh, DVD, whatever. Those are also like another, if you don't have the designation, do that. And the reason is because, you know, insurance is the best salespeople in the world are insurance salespeople. I say this to everybody. It's the truth. We don't give ourselves enough credit in the industry uh, you know, I hear from people all the time, well, my my friend's a mortgage broker, they're the best salesperson. I'm like, well, everybody wants money. So, like, yeah, mortgage brokers is gonna be a pretty easy thing to do. Like, everybody's gonna want some money, right? My friend's a car salesperson and they're the best. Well, a lot of people want to drive a new car. So, you know, that's a whole different transaction. Not even to insurance, like it's such an important product, but no one's to buy it. And the people that are in our industry that help these people, you know, when your house burns down call an insurance broker. Yeah, And a lot of times we provide another level of care, which is maybe someone to talk to when it's a really bad time. And you know, I, I say this to um, you know, I, I the privilege of having an advisor in our company, um, Nick Earhart. He was the COO of a, a carrier. He was an insurance commissioner. And when I met him, I spoke at the NAIC convention last year on insurance distribution, the renovation convention for all insurance commissioners. And you know, uh, listening to him speak at the time, Farm Bureau, um, in a disaster, would bring dogs for kids to pet, yeah, yeah. right? And, you know, you think about it and what the importance is, and in that dynamics of selling, it really talks about actually having that consultative helpful approach that, you know, is so important while, you know, diagnosing what the risk exposures are, but at the same time, understanding the uniqueness of those insureds and their needs. I think it's you know another unbelievable uh, of value to, to anybody, even those that don't sell it. I think there's a bigger value a lot of times to carrier uh, underwriters and those that are removed from the sale because they can start to understand what those retail brokers are going through dealing with those insureds. So I think the value is not just on the actual sales, but understanding the nuance to the insurance
0: sales process. Interesting. That's an interesting perspective. So, Paul, the core values of the National Alliance are integrity, innovation, and imagination. And not only do we try to live by those values here in Austin at the headquarters, but we try to incorporate those values into our curriculum and our educational experience. When you hear those three words, integrity, innovation, and imagination, is there anything specifically that comes to your mind?
1: So, you know, when I hear it in the context of just being an insurance professional, you know, like we have so much impact on the world that that level of integrity is... Ingrained in what we all do, right? You have a license. You know, you're you're providing these products and helping people. So, you know, we want to basically be that sounding board, that trusted advisor to help. So, I think that when it comes to the education piece, you know, the number one thing that's driven home is the ethics. You know, like, you know, we're not here to send the wrong deal or or you know, uh, make a no a yes. Like, when you go through any of the programs from the National Alliance, like you're elevated, even if you don't pass the test, just sitting through those classes, you've elevated yourself. And that in itself is something, um, you know, so when you get into, you know, the innovation and, you know, all these other things as well, you know, you're really given a framework. And I I try to live by like a framework of critical thinking and starting to solve problems. And I think at its core, like the classes and the educational component, Gives you a way to understand policy language. Now, Mm -hmm. no one is going to understand every form. It's impossible. Changing too often, right? But you understand how they all relate to one another and how it matters to explain to somebody. Because remember, again, going back to why insurance salespeople are the best salespeople in the world is you have to take this extremely complicated concept and dilute it down to something. To put it in simple terms, and that is so tough that I frankly don't know how I would ever have been able to do it without being able to leverage the education with my CIC. You came in my office, you know, if I, I roll the, the monitor or the camera a little to the side, you're going to see a stack of CIC books that are eight years old. And the cool thing about it is largely the information hasn't changed. Right? obviously forms change. Sure. There's different stuff, but it, it's largely the same.
0: So, in conclusion, what advice would you give someone new to the industry? And when I say new, let's say zero to five years.
1: So, the first thing I would do is first look to like the National Alliance for maybe entry level classes, right? Maybe CIC is is a lot in the beginning, and it is like by no means are these classes easy. Because you're getting top-level instruction and education at the cutting edge of what it is, right? But there's all the other programs, you know, CISR, the, you know, CISR right. stuff like that that are incredibly valuable, right? So that's a, so what I would also tell people. The beauty of today's world is you have things like LinkedIn. You know, go and look and see, and you're gonna find there are a disproportionate amount of people in decision-making roles that have these designations. Talk to them, those folks with those decision-making roles and talk to them about what they, you know, what they believe and what they have for you to do. So I think that it's a mode of, hey, look, when you have that designation, um, that's step 10, right? You know, that you're already down. Let's talk about that zero to one, right? Because now all of a sudden, you are going in with that framework, right? You're going in with that level of understanding where everything you do is going to be better. The way you talk to people in the industry is going to be better. The way you look at products is going to be better. I have a friend of mine um, from my batch of plug and play and she's brilliant. Uh, She has this unbelievable technology to help look at flood mapping and disaster mapping, et cetera. And she's like, look, like I'm a trained architect from UPenn. What's the best place for me to start to look at some of the more technical property insurance stuff? I go, here's my CIC book. Give it back. <laughs> like, <"What> <laughs> but you bought it. You know? That's great. Like, shared, uh, yesterday, and like she left with that book. And it's really important, you know, for people to to really, you know, utilize those things. So I, I think that anybody in the industry can definitely benefit from the education and now you guys make it so easy you can do online and you know i mean and and the level of instruction the other thing i'll tell people is i made more connections got appointments with carriers from the networking end which i'm excited when the world comes back to normal or whatever we can go back and do these things because the national alliance when they put these events on they're so well thought out because they're insurance professionals that put it together this isn't a third party that's like, oh, it's insurance. These are people that are truly dedicated to the craft of teaching insurance and, and really bring our industry further. So, I mean, that's where I would start. I mean, know you want you, you could bite off more than you could chew and take a CIC class. I highly recommend that too. Even if you don't pass it, you're still going to gain an unbelievable amount of information. You know? So I, I think there's a lot of value in that too. And of course, CE credit, right? we can talk about that, but you know, like you get that as well. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Great advice. Well, thanks, my friend. We really appreciate you. Good luck with some of the new things that you've got rolling out. And uh, we'll see you at the next program. It might be online, (laughs) especially nowadays.
1: Yeah, you can definitely count me in. And again, like, I look forward to my updates. So like, for me, like I go through, I'm always looking through, you know, whether it's a ruble seminar or whatever, you know, there's, So much great content, you know, so, you know, I really appreciate it. You know, everything you guys are doing and, you know, look forward to catching up again.
0: Back at you. Thanks, Paul. Have a terrific weekend.
1: Thanks. You as well.
0: Take care. Thanks for listening to this podcast with our Difference Maker, Paul Gagliotti. If you'd like to learn more information about all of our Difference Makers, visit our website at scic.com forward slash difference dash makers. Thanks for listening.